Welcome back to the Taylor Made Blog and Podcast Series. I'm Taylor Barkin, and I'm here to talk about all things business, from the good, the bad, the ugly, tools, tips, tricks, all of it. I'm not like an actual podcaster. I don't really have like any official equipment. I just wanted to find a way to um, share all of my thoughts as I've gone through uh, my journey as a small business owner. Um, in a way that is approachable for other small business owners to listen to, um, kind of as I share them. So what I wanted to talk about this time is uh, the idea of approaching everything with intention and from a point of passion. I've never really been a big fan of doing something without a sense of intention behind it, and also doing things that don't stem from a point of passion. If something isn't being done for a reason, I've just never been a fan of even entertaining it. If you don't bring something with passion to the table, then what's it for? With all that we do with our brand, Morphlection, every single thing comes from a starting point of intention and passion. From the designs that we create, to the way that we make our products, the way that we market our products, and the way that we market our brand and tell our story um, as a whole, and every little thing in between, it all starts with intention. And to be honest, this blog series, uh, my, my original intention was to create this set of work, blogs, audio blogs, whatever it turned into. It's really for myself and to like maybe have something for my future grandkids to read or listen to. And I, I set a goal in the beginning of this whole blog series well over a year ago uh, to create this set of work as like a journal for myself so I could record my thoughts as, uh, as a small business owner through time uh, as I navigate through each different chapter in our business and kind of go through every different thought process on all the things that we go through as small business owners. Um, so yeah, once I'm old and have lost my marbles, I think it'll be fun to look at all the thoughts I've had over the years and also pass that along to others that, that want to hear it um, through time. So if you're listening, I'm really glad that you're here, uh, kind of listening to the raw uh, thoughts and feelings that I've had going through all the different motions of being a small business owner. If nobody ever listened to it, that would be okay with me because my initial goal and intention behind it was to do it for myself and to, to share with anybody that wanted to be a part of it as well. If my primary goal through all of this was to like make a lot of money or like have it take off immediately, none of what I'm writing or talking about would be coming from a point of passion because there would be like a new level of pressure on it. And I think when there's that level of pressure, there's not always that uh, deep level of passion and intention and it just kind of feels weird to be honest. So when you can approach everything that you do in your business or line of work uh, or life, really, because you actually give a shit and are passionate about it, it shows. And when you don't, that also shows. When you do something with meaning and that strong intention, you put more into it and you have more excitement around executing whatever it is that you're doing. And you can often be more proud of the results because of that. And when you try to create something because you feel like it's something somebody else wants, uh, then that's probably not going to be nearly as strong. Like, people are going to see that. 
And you'll also probably have a larger tendency to intentionally or unintentionally take someone else's work because nothing came from you or like a deep level of caring. Our entire business that we've been building over the course of 10 years has stemmed from a deep personal passion from either myself or, or my husband Tanner that I run the business with. We've seen so many outdoor inspired apparel brands come and go in all of these years. And when we were really heavily involved in the Denver handmade vendor scene, uh, pre-pandemic, it was, it was at its peak and was something that was really awesome to be a part of. Uh, but we, we had competition popping up left and right, um, creating apparel that's focused on like the beautiful landscapes that, that we're surrounded by is something a lot of people want to chase, apparently. <laughs> and through these years, we've seen a lot of people simply give up in that time. And I always wondered why. Obviously, there are a lot of challenges with growing any business, but especially an apparel business, dealing with scaling uh, products that have a million size variants <laughs> can be very challenging. Uh, but all, all those challenges aside, there was, there was one big thing that I noticed uh, as we saw all of these people start something and then stop it uh, a year or two years later. A lot of these brands would create an initial set of work that, that was decent. When you look at the brand, you're like, that's nice. Um, but often as we would have these conversations, because we love talking to small business owners and makers about what they do because we, we love it so much, uh, the conversation would kind of gravitate towards finding out that rarely would they do anything themselves um, from, I understand that a lot of businesses aren't going to do the production themselves like we have, but they would rarely design things themselves and and hire, you know, different people to design some like t-shirts for them and they thought it would make them a lot of money. And at first glance, when you look at these companies, you're like, you look very legit, you have decent quality, um, nice work. But ultimately, what happens when you just contract someone to do something for you on all fronts because you want to create a brand simply for the sake of making money, nothing has meaning. And as we would see these companies over and over again as competition at, at the different markets we would do, um, we, we would see that a lot of people, as they've seen their initial set of designs over and over again, uh, getting the next sale for these people would become harder and harder because people had already seen it a million times and nothing was new or exciting or, or anything like that. So when these companies didn't know where to go next because they never had that intention to bring things to life from passion, we saw them just give up. They stopped and they never really scaled beyond that because they didn't really know how or want to or, or really care about it. And on the flip side, the way we've scaled our entire brand has been simply based on creating sets of work that personally speak to us. Like when you're truly excited to create something, the work becomes stronger. When you have a sense of passion for what you do, you're so excited to keep chasing it. And when you have all of that, your customers become excited to see what you'll do next. They don't care if, if you're not doing something that's, that's exciting. And when you can tell a story about why you created something, that really speaks to people too. 
And when that story is simply like, yeah, I hired a designer to make an outdoorsy type of shirt. Does anybody really care about that story? Maybe some people do and it's fine, but it's, it's not going to be good for the long term. So when you have that level of intention and approach ideas from point of passion and meaning, you have a story to tell. When we would do maker's markets, we would get asked all the time, like, what makes you and your company special? Because, you know, we were making products and still do make products that a lot of people uh, make too. And we always had some selling points of we have good quality, we use uh, good materials, uh, we, we manufacture things ourselves in our Denver workshop, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But the biggest thing we love to just talk about with people and kind of like natural conversations is is like the why of what we've created, both from like the, the products, the designs, and our brand as a whole. Like what inspired our set of work and what's our passion and intention behind the life that we want to live? We never wanted to be a couple working really hard that never sees each other at jobs that didn't fulfill us. So while times could be really hard as we've scaled our business, our intention was always to build a life with meaning. And we wanted to do that through the business that we own together and create products that we personally loved and wanted to use all the time and wanted to enjoy that um, and share it with the world. So when you have that story to tell, that really resonates with people. And we've really found that out over the years. And having that story and building that community um, is not only great and full of meaning, but it truly helps your business. And as we would tell these stories um, in person to people uh, and through our social media channels and, and whatnot, we started to build that community. And the story we tell about the life we excitedly have created makes people excited to buy our products instead of buying them from the guy that hired people to do everything just with the intention of making a quick buck. Like when you have something to say that just speaks to people, they want to support that. And I personally can't imagine putting all of that effort and energy into like building a business um, that we have if it wasn't guided by passion and a strong sense of sense of intention on all fronts Because that's what motivates you and excites you We definitely live in a very cluttered world of business technology products everything So how do we stand out in that? I mean, chances are most of us aren't gonna invent the next incredible thing or the next innovative technology Maybe some of us will that's awesome but most of us small business owners are doing things because we have an interest in doing those things. Surely we can make better versions of things or more unique versions of things that already exist, but rarely are people like you and me in the small business field going to sit here and come up with the world's craziest new idea, and that is totally fine. But with all of that in mind, why should people care about the things that we're doing? We make very common items that a lot of other people make too, do a lot of common things that other people do too. And I'm not going to sit here and say that we have reinvented the wheel or that we are better than any company in our same sphere. Yes, we make 
a lot of shirts and we make a lot of candles and a lot of people do the same thing. But do you know why they sell for us? It's the design, which comes from the excitement of creating it. The quality of our craft, because we actually care about how things are made. And the overall brand and story that we tell. I have many long conversations with my awesome sister Dana about uh, business, life, everything. And she just started her own company called Living Thing. And I'm so proud of what she's done up to her launch. And I'm so excited to see where she goes. And so excited to both be business owners now. Um, but one thing we've talked about often is, is this question. We've asked, like, does the world really need another, like, t-shirt company or another candle company? Um, and the gut reaction is, like, no, not really. But do you know what the world does need more of? Badass women excited about what they're doing. People expressing their creative outlet and passion through their set of work as opposed to pouring their entire being into a job that doesn't fulfill them until they die. And until suddenly their life is over and they never actually tried to do what they wanted to do. And no, the world does not need another miserable person in corporate America. And those are the conversations we've had. And I think that was a really good perspective to have. It's like when you have a passion to do something, it's so worth it to, to try it and to put it out. And that will show through your work. And the world does need more people doing what they have always dreamt of doing. Because at the end of the day, don't we want a society full of people passionately bringing their set of work to life and sharing that with others and being excited about what they do and bring to this world. So I said earlier that uh, if you approach things from passion and intention, it shows. And if you don't, it, it also shows. And uh, we've had times where we've strayed away from our initial intention and passion in that show. Over the years, we've had various coaches, mentors, advisors, um, all of which have been really incredibly helpful with walking us through the growth that we've experienced and, and all of that. Um, we had one time, though, that one recommended a product line that, that did fit with our brand, but it wasn't exciting to us. Like, to be frank, we just didn't care. <laughs> we went against our gut and put it out there. And guess what? nothing sold like nothing and for the first time in our history something flopped and and I'm not afraid to talk about times where things didn't work out for us because we, we learned from those and it flopped because we went off the hip of what some someone else told us to do and nothing in that moment came from passion or stemmed from any level of intention and that showed and after that moment, we decided never again would we stray away from uh, the way that we knew how to start and scale anything within our business by simply giving a shit. We decided that even if something could make us a lot of money, though I don't think things often do when they don't come from passion, then it shouldn't mean we should go after it. I'd rather take a chance on making something because I care about it than to simply do what we think might please the market. And I found over and over again that when we make and do something because we want to, 
we actually make more money off of it, even if that wasn't the initial goal. It's funny how that works. And if something doesn't come from a point of intention anymore, I just won't do it. When we create products, we only release a set of work that has a sense of purpose and, and passion and like meaning behind not only like the concept we're representing, but how it's represented, um, then we just won't do it. And Tanner can't create meaningful designs if he doesn't, if it doesn't mean anything to him because he doesn't feel a sense of connection to it. We will not release any bit of marketing or like social media posts if it doesn't have a story behind it or fit as a piece to a larger story. I will not release a blog here if I don't feel a connection to what I'm talking about. And I will not give the clients I coach any type of advice or guidance to tell them uh, what they want to hear and will always do my best to give a why to answer so they know it came from intentional thought processes as opposed to a point of simply telling them something that would guarantee more revenue or results or something. Everything that we, we do in business takes a lot of energy to bring to life, even the simple things. So why don't we take that energy and pour it into things in a way that feels right and is approached in the right way, right? So I, I gathered up a list of, of eight ways that I feel like you can approach intention within your own business. Um, so one is through the products you create. So like, what is it that you're making and, and why? Um, two is the way that you, you market your products. What is the story you're telling about why you created that product? Three is the way you market yourself. Like, have genuine conversations with others about your process and, and what you do. If there's something unique there, it is, it is worth it to share it. And four is the way that you, you market your company and your products. So this can come from like your brand voice. Like for us, it's very much like from uh, Taylor and Tanner, the owners behind the company, not like some like weird corporate shit. Um, five is how you intentionally structure your time. So this kind of goes um, to the internal part of your business more than like externally what's um, projected. But like how do you take um, that level of intention and, and run your business with it? Uh, number six is how you have meaningful conversations with others. So much of business is like networking. I hate the word networking, but it's just like having the conversations with people about like what they do and what you do and how that can kind of play a role in either working together or just like being in the same community, whatever it might be. Um, number seven is how you spend your hard-earned money. So this is also that like back-end internal um, use of intention is like you're not going to want to frivolously spend everything you made and then suddenly be broke. It's like, how do you take that, that intention and put it there? And then number eight is how you approach the idea of growth. Like, do you want to be a small company? Do you want to be a large company? Like, what are your goals and intention around that? So those are just some ideas of how you can like approach things with intention within your own business. And there are things that, uh, you know, your customers see, and then there's also things that uh, you do internally. And I think 
just having that level of intention on all fronts um, allows you to run a really good and healthy business. So that kind of brings me to my next point um, of talking about kind of like all these observations I've seen over the years. I just like love following along other businesses and seeing what they do and uh, maybe what they don't do. Um, so over the years, I've seen so many people approach their business with intention and passion and many others that didn't. So here's what I've kind of observed um, through that time. So for those that I've seen that have approached their uh, company and business with intention, which is the majority of people, uh, create really spectacular products or offer really great services because at their core, they just freaking care. Um, they often have a really great story to tell because everything was created for a reason. They often end up selling more and for longer and being around for a longer period of time because they're personally excited to keep creating and moving things along. Like they're fueled by that. Uh, they often have less burnout. Uh, you can still have burnout if you're passionate. Be mindful of that. I've been there. Um, but when they're able to be excited by every little moment or uh, all different types of things um, because of what they're doing, um, they'll, they'll be less burnt out over time. Um, I've seen them build community. When you're so damn proud about what you do, you care to share that with the world and find out more about what others do too. And when you care to have these conversations, your community builds. And what happens when your community builds? Your company grows in a really cool and healthy way. So then that brings me to people who haven't approached their businesses with intention or passion or meaning or any of that. I've noticed that the quality of the work they create is minimal because they didn't actually care about the product from the start or care about the products they would create to, to keep improving with time. They just made them because they felt like it. After they released their first set of work, they failed to keep their audience engaged and excited. This is kind of what I was talking about earlier with seeing people at markets that didn't last long. And when you aren't passionately creating things, it's like pulling teeth to keep going and to keep people engaged. And that becomes harder to sell over time. And what happens when customers don't stay engaged? You've lost them. They don't, they don't want to buy from you. And then I've noticed that, like I said earlier, they often call it quits early on in the game because they either never planned for the hardships or they decided they weren't passionate enough to keep growing when things got hard or to even just like stay motivated to keep going because they're excited because there never was that excitement. And then I see the way that they communicate with others in these conversations about um, with other people in the community and how they talk about their brand. It's more sales focused to like close a deal as opposed to like selling and talking about their products because they actually care about it and how it was made and what they did to bring it to life. And with this, it's like, it's, it becomes all a numbers game. And when the numbers game guides everything in a small business and tech is different, I'm not even like touching that beast. Like I'm just talking about small business. Um, it just all shows and it's not in a good way. Like you're, you're not passionately talking about something. You're just trying to get money out of people. And there's a lot more telling signs, but that, that list could be long and I don't got time for that. 
but at the end of the day, it shows. Like, it shows when you really are doing something because you care, and it shows when you don't. Um, to to your community, to your customers, um, through the, the long-term growth and health of your business, through through everything. Um, so I have one more, more story kind of to, to wrap things up. You know, the big outdoor brand Coleman that sells tents, whatever. A lot of us have seen it for many years. Um, a brand like we, we really respected for, for a very long time. And uh, we, we saw what happened when they didn't approach something with intention. Um, and that actually led to a big, fat legal battle with little old us. Uh, this is a, a deeper conversation that I will definitely talk about um, in another episode. But essentially, I found out that some employee or someone internally uh, stole one of Tanner's pieces of work. We called them out for stealing it, and um, they got a huge hit to their reputation. They had a very good reputation for many, many, many years. And um, this one incident uh, tarnished that pretty bad. And we were faced... Uh, or they were faced with a really big mess to, to clean up uh, with us because they simply stole, stole something of ours to sell for themselves. And I definitely want to talk deeper in another episode about um, legal battles and protecting your work as small business. Um, but for the intention's sake of this conversation, um, think about what would have happened if their intention was to hire small artists to contribute to um, what they're doing. They certainly can afford it. Um, so if their intention had been there, it would have really been positively contributing to their brand um, and would have remained like a respected brand in the industry. We'd have really exciting things to talk about. Um, but instead, the goal was to make a quick buck and um, that ended up resulting in something um, quite quite the opposite. Uh, to probably what they were looking to accomplish there. <laughs> so from, from small businesses to large businesses, um, it's just always a good idea to approach things from a level of intention. And the lack of intention will, will kill your business. Uh, you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish when you approach everything from a point of meaning and care. And not having it will probably get you some success for a little while, but I can almost guarantee that if you're a small business, it won't be good for you long term. Um, we've seen it with a lot of people and um, we've seen the ones that, that have kept going and who have stayed excited about what they do. And it's because of how they approach, approach their work and their brand. So I will leave you with one just final thought and just something to think about. Simply do it because you give a shit. And that is all.